Welcome to Behind Business Trends Nuga Edition podcast hosted by Tanisha Irvin. This podcast spotlights trendy consumer brands in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area and is powered by Hashtag Mall Network. This podcast is brought to you by The Company Lab. If you need help starting or growing your business, visit www.colab.co and schedule your first wayfinding meeting with a team member today. Today, we are here with Rachel Bergman. Rachel is the founder of Stitch the Joy. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Yes, the pleasure is all mine. I'm excited to learn more about you today, so let's just dive right in. Great. Okay, so Rachel, where are you from originally? So I'm originally from Columbia, South Carolina, but I've lived in Tennessee for about six years and Chattanooga for about four. Okay, awesome. And what was your childhood experience like growing up in South Carolina? Yeah, so my parents owned a psychology practice, so I was kind of always around small business, um, and that was always great. We spent a lot of time outside. Uh, we went to the beach a lot, you know, being from South Carolina. Uh, went fishing a lot and hiking a lot, and um, I have an older brother, so just a lot of time running around. Yeah, great memories, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you mentioned that you're around a lot of, you were around a lot of small businesses and small business owners. Um, did you feel like you were destined to be an entrepreneur? I don't think I would say that. <laughs> I mean, what I saw from my parents is, you know, on the weekends we would go paint bathrooms at the building they owned where their psychology practice was. Um, we would fix toilets. Uh, I would file papers for them. So it was definitely not glamorous work that I was being exposed to. But I also saw the flexibility, you know, like my mom picked me up from school most days or helped with carpool. And so there was always a spirit to it. And, you know, I liked that. And I think even for me from an early age, I always liked to make things and sell things. I remember making guitar pick earrings in middle school and high school and my brother um, going around and selling them to all the girls he thought was, were cute or who thought he was cute. <laughs> And so I would always make earrings or do other things like that when I was growing up. Cool, I see the, the entrepreneur spirit <laughs> there woven in the details. So um, did you attend a college or uni university? And if so, where? where yeah, did you go? so I went to Emory University in Atlanta for undergrad. And then I went to Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana for my graduate degrees. So Nice, and may I ask what you, um, what you majored in in school? Yeah, so in undergrad, I studied psychology and environmental science, and then I got uh, a master's degree in environmental science and then also in public policy. And so I would say my background is really in environmental policy and management. Okay, and do you feel like your college experience, um, experience helped shape your life? Oh, completely. I mean, I think that in both Atlanta and in Bloomington, I really made a conscious effort to be engaged in the community. And those were things that I didn't see necessarily some of my other friends and students taking advantage of, but I loved how, I loved getting involved in the community, going to the local farmer's markets. I worked at local nonprofits, both during college and graduate school, and so, besides just having a wonderful education that taught me a lot and got me super engaged in um, 
policy work mm -hmm. or environmental work. I also think that I learned a lot about myself and one of the things I learned about myself from that time was how much I love to be part of a community and, and to be someone who works within a community. I like that, you know, I think that's awesome. So besides your business, do you have any hobbies? I have a lot of hobbies. <laughs> yeah, and so on the weekends, I love to garden. I've always loved to garden. We bought a house about two years ago in Chattanooga, so I've spent a lot of time working on my yard and on the house. Um, I also really love to be outside. Again, my mm -hmm. background's in environmental science, so I love to hike or to kayak um, or to just sit outside and enjoy the sun and yeah. I love it. I think some of the best memories are made like in the outdoors, yes. you know, just being surrounded by nature yeah. and all that good stuff. So I love that, love that. So let's dive in and talk more about your business. Okay, great. Okay? When did you start, um, when did you start Stitch the Joy? So I started Stitch the Joy in March of this year, 20, or March of last year. I was like, we haven't got to March yet. No. <laughs> yeah, March of 2020. Okay, awesome. And what inspired you to create your brand? I like the name Stitch the Joy. What, what's the inspiration behind that? So I grew up and so I grew up going to a summer camp and at the summer camp that I can later worked at, they had a phrase that we said a lot called seek the joy of being alive. And it's kind of the motto for the camp. And it's something that always has stuck with me. And it's something that my friends and I, who we grew up together with these shared experiences, say to each other a lot. And so Stitch the Joy really came from Seek the Joy. And because it's a phrase that means a lot to me and mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of carry that, carry that with me. And you know what I love about like the word joy is that you can have joy despite what is going on in your life yes. or the circumstances. You know, joy is something that's way bigger than happiness. So. Yeah. I love that you use that as your brand because it's such a powerful, it's a small word, you know, but it's so powerful and it's yeah, yeah. That's great. I love that. And so I like that too. So um, what's your role within your company? So I, I mean, I'm basically do everything. So <laughs> I, it's, it's my small business. I mean, it is pretty small. You know, I just started in March and I run it out of my house. And I so. guess before we get to your role, let's yeah. tell our, our um, audience more about what exactly it is that you offer with Stitch the Joy. Yeah, great. So Stitch the Joy is a hand embroidery shop. I primarily do hand embroidered apparel, um, such as one that I'm wearing today. Yeah but I make things such as sweatshirts and hats and t-shirts. And then I also make things like, I might make, you know, tote bags or wine bags or little ornaments. And so really it's a hand embroidery business, but I do really focus on apparel. I like it. And I love that sweatshirt, by the way, that is so cute. Okay, so now what's your role within the company? <laughs> so within the company, I basically do everything. Um, I obviously stitch all of my own products and create all of the designs that I use that are that people that, or that people ask for. Um, I also, you know, do social media work for it. I have the Etsy shop and do more of the business side of things. You know, I have mm -hmm. to look at my taxes and. Um, you know, accounting every month and things like that. Some of those hats I'm probably better at wearing than others. I would say I'm great at stitching, bad at photography, <laughs> but you definitely, 
learn a lot when you when you start a small business and when you when it, you're the only one doing it and you kind of have to learn quickly how to do all of those different parts. Exactly, exactly. So the creative side, I'm sure that's fun with coming up with the different designs yeah. and such. So how do you decide, like like this shirt for instance, it says, what would Dolly do? Um, it, who is that in reference to and how did you come up with the idea? So this is in reference to Dolly Parton, who I think is the patron saint of Tennessee. I agree. Um, <laughs> and I think that we saw in 2020 that Dolly donated a lot to the COVID vaccine and a lot of people kind of just found out about all of the amazing things that Dolly did. But having lived in Tennessee for any period of time, um, you know, she donated a lot to the Sevierville and Gatlinburg fires a few years ago. She has become an advocate for women's rights and for believing in yourself. And so I think it's just a great motto to live by, to be confident in yourself, to follow your dreams and that anybody can make it. So Listen, Dolly is such an inspiration, yeah. you know, Dollywood, I love all that she does. Um, but I noticed, you know, in her signature, she normally has like a butterfly um, and you have it missing from your shirt. Well, I have the little butterfly here. So it's on the little collar. Um, I would say that my work is pretty minimal. And so I like, you know, to continue that theme. And so I, I copied her signature butterfly and and stitched it onto a shirt here. What a nice surprise, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute, I love it, love it. Uh, so if I wanted to purchase some of your apparel, like your sweatshirts and things like that, what is the price range of your, of your products? Yeah, so the price range of my products really varies a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I sell t-shirts that might start at like 35, and then I also have some more complicated sweatshirts that can go up to about $80. Okay. Um, it really varies though, because almost all of the expenses within my business is my time. And so, you know, it's, I can get the wholesale sweatshirts and t-shirts for a pretty good price, but something like this saying might take me an hour and a half to create. And so for a lot of t-shirt makers, um, you know, it doesn't really matter what the phrase is because you, you are, maybe pressing you're just screen printing it mm -hmm. or you're pressing it. But with hand embroidery, every letter makes a difference. And so um, the price point of my items is really based off of that. Um, I have made t-shirts that just say mama, and those are relatively simple to make. Mm -hmm. But then something like what would Dolly do or something that's very large in the middle can take can take much more effort and I try to reflect the effort in my price. <laughs> and Rachel, just to make sure I'm, I'm clear on this, all of your work is hand sewn, right? Hand yes. stitched. It's rather. hand stitched. And so it's all using embroidery, hand embroidery techniques. Um, I learned to hand embroider about two or three years ago after my grandmother passed away. Mm -hmm. And my grandma was a very big cross stitcher and so when she passed away, she had binders and binders full of embroidery floss, um, which run for about 70 cents a piece. And she had maybe 200, 400 colors, which I'm, I learned after was an embroiderer's dream. Okay. And I couldn't bear, so part couldn't bear to part with it. Right. <laughs> and so I taught myself to embroider. I made a lot of art for our house. I gave a lot of baby gifts away or wedding gifts to friends. Um, 
but then I started around the end of 2019, I started embroidering my clothes and, and getting into that. But yes, takes a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, so now I see like, you know, Stitch the Joy because this is also, you know, some legacy yes. from your grandmother. And, you yeah. know, and I think that oh, that's pretty amazing. And, and it, she would love it. I'm sure she, <laughs> I'm sure she would. Um, and just from looking at the design, I can see that it takes some precision to make sure that it's like lined up, you know, there's, there's no like jagged, you know, moves in the, in the stitching and in the cursive writing. So I salute you. I understand that that's, you know, mine probably would not look anything like that if I attempted to. <laughs> so I've learned border. a lot. I think that the first few items I sent out might've been a little crooked. Um, but I learned a lot about how to keep things straight, where to position things on shirts. Um, a lot of my more popular designs are actually around the collar. Oh, I um, that's that's very popular and it's also very minimal, which is in right now. And so can you do custom? Yeah. Okay. Um, almost when I first started out, almost all of my work was custom. So where people would submit phrases and I kept a few colors of sweatshirts and a few colors of t-shirts in stock. And so they could choose their apparel item and they could submit their phrase. And that's still my prime, my best sellers um, are those custom items where people might do an inside joke with a friend mm -hmm. or they might, you know, I did a lot of like grandma gifts. Um, I think I've participated in a few people learning they were going to become grandmas. Um, <laughs> adventures. What a nice surprise. Yeah. Um, I did a bunch of her mother's day that said tough as a mother. Nice. Um, and so, but a lot of those were custom and you kind of almost learn what's popular as well when you do custom work. I think so. Yeah. So I think I am your target consumer. I think like, you are too. I, love, <laughs> I love what you're doing. So tell me more about who is your target consumer and how can one find your products? Yeah. I think my target consumer is almost entirely female, mm -hmm. which, you know, hand embroidery has a little bit of a feminine look to it. Um, and one of the I guess going back to why I started it, but one of the reasons I started embroidering my own clothes was because I couldn't, I really like shirts that have statements on them, but I found a lot of the designs were very bold. Um, they were across the center, they were big, and I liked much more delicate designs or much smaller designs. And so I've, I'm a little bit of a minimalist. And so I think my target audience is women primarily um, who want to wear a fun phrase on their shirts or on their sweatshirts, but don't want it to be the only thing they're wearing. Like you still yeah. want to call attention to the, the product. And so. I like it. So I'm in real estate. I'm a realtor yeah. here in town and I would love like a shirt that would, you know, be a conversation starter yeah. to wear out in public. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk. <laughs> we'll talk. I've this. done a we'll few for my talk. brother and sister-in-law have a little real estate company and I did some for them. <laughs> okay, cool. See, you'll give me some, some yeah. tips. I yeah. love it. <laughs> and how can we uh, find your products? Are you in stores or do we purchase online? Yeah. So right now I primarily sell on Etsy. Okay. And so I have an Etsy shop where you can get both custom products and you can see some of the designs that I have made and try to offer. Um, and I've also, you know, last year I went to a number of the Chattanooga Brewing Company hosted a few local markets 
And so I went to some of those local markets to showcase my products to the Chattanooga community. And I hope to do more of that in 2021. I'm also working on a few potential wholesale um, arrangements so where maybe I will sell my products to these local stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wanna focus on shops in Tennessee or neighboring states primarily particularly if they're women-owned. Yeah, and you make sure you reach out to Dolly. Maybe yeah. send her one of those shirts, you know? I, know. I, I told someone the other day they might be a little loose-fitting for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, with this craziness that is, you know, the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, um, and you started your business, like, right when it started. Like, yeah. I think, you know, everyone thinks of March 2020 as when COVID was, you know, full-blown, everybody was talking about it. Um, How did that affect your business and have you experienced any challenges since you began? Well, in a lot of ways, the business really started out of COVID. Mm -hmm. I think when I first started, I had embroidered a few things for myself and I had friends passively say that they wanted things. But when the pandemic hit, I all of a sudden had a lot of time on my hands and a lot. Didn't we all? (laughs) And I also had a lot of desire to give back to the local community. And so what I did when I first started out was I put it on just my personal Facebook and Instagram and I said, you know, if you donate $20 to a local organization that's doing COVID relief, then I'll stitch you a shirt. You know, and so I didn't make any money, mm-hmm. but I didn't lose any money. They great would exposure though. Send that was me a great shirts. Idea. Yeah, and these were just my friends. And then from that I had friends of friends reaching out. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, this is a thing. (laughs) Also around COVID, all of a sudden people didn't need to dress up every day. So (laughs) I maybe before only needed to own two to three sweatshirts for after work time or for the weekend. But now I wear t-shirts and sweatshirts almost every day. Mm -hmm. Um, My coworkers think it's funny when I pop on and whatever shirt I'm wearing. They're like, but, they're not used to this side of you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't know much. But, um, <laughs> but they, you know, but all of a sudden people were more into casual wear and they were, and it became more popular. And so I think there was a movement where people were buying more athleisure, particularly stuff that they could wear on Zoom calls, mm-hmm. but they could also wear around their house or wear to pick up food. So in a lot of ways, COVID really Helped grew my business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great story. Um, How important have mentors played in your your business, like in the role of your business? So I would say mentors have been a big part of my professional life. You know, I I continue to have a full-time job um, and I I work at TDOT as a community planner for them. And so I have a lot of mentors that have kind of shaped, shaped me professionally, particularly They have encouraged me to be involved in the community. They have encouraged me to, I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of wonderful women um, and strong women who have really fostered that side of me and Mm -hmm. kind of helped build me up. Um, I don't know a lot of people who have ventured into the handmade world, but one of the great things about starting this business is I have met so many wonderful people in Chattanooga. So I have, you know, typically you might think of mentors as people who are older than you, but in a lot of ways, there's been a lot of people like me who are about my age that are starting these handmade businesses, figuring it out, overcoming these day-to-day challenges. And we 
all really value community over competition. And so. I love that. Yeah. That's cool. And I think that's a real honest, you know, answer about just looking at everyday people as, you know, as mentors and helping yeah. grow your business. I think that that that's so true. So what is the vision of your company's future? That's a great question. So I think I mentioned earlier that one of the things I've done a lot of or what I sell originally sold a lot of was custom work. But as I have grown and as I have learned about what's more important to me, I have tried to offer to create more designs. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to come up with every month or every other month, a few original designs that I can offer. Cause for me, that's super fun to create. It keeps the business sustainable for me. It, it's exciting. And it's less work, right? If you already yeah. have it pre-made, yes. you don't have to like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll make that for you. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it is less work because for instance, you know, at the beginning I was getting a lot of futurist female shirts and I would have to send somebody a proof for every one of those. Well, finally, I just made that a listing on my Etsy shop and it's my best seller, but I can just print it off. I use like a stabilizer to make sure that shirts don't move and I can just do that design immediately. And so that helps, but also it reflects a lot of my values into the business. And so that's always been important to me in starting the business. I mean, most of my pre-made designs are the future is female, girl power, love is love, mm -hmm. what would Dolly do? And so when I think about the business growing, I think about continuing to create these designs that bring me joy and that, you know, hopefully resonate with other people as well. Yeah. So if we were to return back to, you know, business as usual, pre-COVID-19, um, and it's more of like business attire, you know, yeah. button downs, um, would you still, can you, I'm sure you can, but you can embroider those types of yeah. garments as well, right? So one of my favorite things I've embroidered is a button down white shirt. Mm -hmm. And I and I embroidered, I am a voter in it for um, these two women. And I absolutely love it. I made it my profile picture on all of my personal, <laughs> my personal social media, because you can do a little peak of professionalism. The other thing I embroider- In personality. In personality, yeah. yeah. The other thing I embroider a lot of, which, you know, I don't think I haven't worn a suit to work ever. And I typically work in more casual environments, but I embroider for myself a lot of florals um, or very simple designs. And those items look really nice with maybe a sweater over them or something like that. And so there's a lot of ways that actually having hand embroidery can elevate your items. Um, I've had a number of people send me their like cashmere sweaters to embroider things on, mm -hmm. whether that is flowers or words or, you know, kids initials. Um, but those are very nice sweaters that I think they'll be able to wear in, in a variety of environments. Yeah, I'm getting so many ideas <laughs> of what I can order. Yeah. Yes, I love the verse, you know, the versatility that you offer from, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, from casual to business. I can see the family pictures with the sweaters. Yes, and I did a few on. of those for Christmas, some, fam you? some matching family Christmas sweaters. Yes, I can totally see that. 
Well, thank you so much for your time today, yeah. Rachel. For all our viewers listening and watching, you will receive a 10% discount on your next purchase with Stitch the Joy. Please visit stitchthejoy.etsy.com and use the code hashtag mall for a discount on your next purchase. Rachel, thank you for being a guest on our show. Best of luck to you and your future endeavors with Stitch the Joy. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was great speaking to you today. Yes, yes. Thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Behind the Business Trends, Nuga Edition podcast powered by Hashtag Mall. Be sure to follow us on social media at Behind Business Trends. I am your host, Tanisha Irvin, your Chattanooga Realtor. Signing off. Talk to you next time.